0: Hello and welcome to episode 24 of the Carry On With Carrie podcast. Today, I am excited to introduce you to the lovely Rena Bojcik. Rena is a clinical hypnotherapist, a women's embodiment coach, and a spiritual mentor. Her path on this planet is leader of the new paradigm, and her purpose is guiding women back to their power. Women find her when they simply cannot crack the code to their own divinity. Hello and welcome.
1: Hi, Carrie. Hi. Thank you. Thank you for having me.
0: Yes. Thank you so much for being here.
1: Absolutely.
0: I wanted to get into um, what you, what your path is right now as far as where you've come, where you started, and if you can just give us a little bit of history about, about that.
1: Um, so for probably most of my 20s, 30s, um, and a few years into my 40s, I um, I just found myself um, very, I guess, dissatisfied with my life, with who I was. Um, I was, I would say that I was in and out of depression for most of those years, um, I carried a lot of shame, a lot of guilt, a lot of unworthiness. um, And I just couldn't seem to kind of break out of it. Mm -hmm. And when I say I I, I couldn't seem to break out of it, I, I mean that I've probably picked up my first self-help book when I was like 19 or 20 years old. And I can't even keep count of of how many that I've read. I've done, you know, the self-help, the journaling, the affirmations, um, all sorts of different modalities. Um, And it just, I, I just didn't, see that I was kind of gaining any, any happiness, any peace, any inner peace, um, nothing was kind of doing it for me. Mm -hmm. And it got to a point where, you know, I thought to myself, there, there has to be so much more to life than, than the way that I'm experiencing
0: it. Right.
1: And I mean, don't get me wrong I mean from you know 20 to 40s is, is a long time and I and I did evolve somewhat mm-hmm. over those times and there there you know there were good times and, and and I did experience you know some joy and some happiness but for the most part I went through my life feeling this really big void yeah and I just I couldn't put my finger on what that void was now fast forward to today yeah um the the insights and the awareness that I have gained into not only myself, but this world that we live in, this universe um, that we exist in. Mm-hmm. And. I discovered. You know, the. Who we truly are, yeah. our essence, our spirit. And that's kind of brought me to where I am, uh, where I am today and, and what I do today, I guess.
0: Right. Um, and so uh, leading into that over, like part of it was your, would you say you were an overthinker? And do you think that that's part of, of where you, that took you at the time? Cause I know for me, that's always been my biggest thing. I can think about them. I can just go off on <laughs> every thought, you know? Yeah. Yeah.
1: I, I, I know, looking back now, I lived in my head. Mm-hmm. Um, I was so disconnected from my body. And I just lived in my head. And I, I would just have these patterns that I would carry out and these looped thoughts that would come over me all the time. Um, it would riddle me with fear. You know, I would always feel not good enough. Yeah, um, I was afraid to do things. I thought I had to struggle and 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 you know force and climb the ladder and and do all of this and and the thing is is i was doing all of that and i just i was just unhappy and Mm -hmm. that void was still there
0: right and well i can totally relate to that i um i think probably a lot of the listeners could can um so you got into hypnotherapy and a whole bunch of like you actually quite a few different modalities that you're you're involved with right now um i found it interesting you had kind of one of the facts you put up here it was um 95 of your behaviors thoughts and beliefs and emotions are driven by your subconscious mind from early childhood trauma can you just can you explain a little bit about about that and um what hypnotherapy can do for
1: what it is really.
0: I've, I finally just experienced it by the way, for the first time this year. And it it was fascinating to me anyways.
1: (laughs) It's, it's truly fascinating. Yeah. And, um, and yeah, I mean 90, truly 95% of what we believe, how we think, how we show up, how we behave in our lives, are programs, Mm -hmm. um, that were bestowed upon us, by our parents, our grandparents, our teachers, um, society. And um, really from the time of zero, so from the time we're born until about the age of nine or ten, we're basically in a state of hypnosis, right? Our brain isn't fully developed. Um, Our brain waves are in a hypnotic state.
0: Okay.
1: So typically, the environment that we grew up in and the things that we experienced technically shape who we are, who we believe we are, how we show up in this world. Um, childhood trauma is 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 um, a big driver mm-hmm. of how we walk this world as adults. You know, I I say on numerous occasions, and I I, I use myself in this example too because we're all very uh, much more alike than we have been led to believe. Mm -hmm. And we're typically children, you know, immature children reacting out in ways that immature children react out in, in adult bodies. Right. And there's no judgment behind that. It it just, it just
0: is,
1: Mm -hmm. you know, and these, these 95%, um, This 95% of our our subconscious being, you know, not belonging to our true essence of who we truly are. Well, 60% of that, they're negative, right? They're limiting beliefs, they're they're patterns, they're they're things that just don't serve um, our highest and best path on this earth during this lifetime.
0: Mm -hmm. Because I just find it so fascinating where, who did you learn from?
1: I took my training um, from a hypnotherapist here on the Lower Mainland. Okay, just offering a small class of private training. There was three of us in there. Mm -hmm. Um, I personally had my first hypnotherapy session when I was in my mid-20s. Okay. Um, I had a lovely woman um, that I was introduced to actually through my dad, um, her name is Annie. She's this spitfire of just a, she's this, this wise spitfire of a woman. And, um, I started seeing her Mm -hmm. not on a constant basis, but you know, whenever I felt guided to go see her, um, I would go see her and I still say to this day, you know, I, I kind of, I wouldn't be who I am or where I am had I not, um, spent some time with her.
0: Great. So your dad actually got you kind of, um, on that trajectory. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so yourself, what kinds of things then do you focus on when you're going into a hypnotherapy session? Does it change? Is it different for everyone? Is there, because you say it is childhood trauma, is that tech, is that Generally, where it would go then, most of the time,
1: ninety-eight percent of the time, that's where the subconscious mind uh, will go. Okay. And I mean, a, a typical session is very—it's—it's—it's it, it's, it's typically the same for everyone, right? right. Um, the way the session goes, and of course, everyone is unique in their own experiences, um, in their own perception of the world. They see the world through different lenses. But when it really comes down to it, in order to have a incredibly transformational hypnotherapy session, really all they need to do is just trust and surrender and be ready to release what is no longer serving them. And the beauty um, about hypnotherapy is that the subconscious mind is absolutely brilliant. It's brilliant, it's powerful, Its number one job is to protect us Mm -hmm. Um, and as long as my client is ready to release what no longer serves them and she trusts what comes, the transformation that we see through hypnotherapy sessions um, is phenomenal. Mm -hmm. Like from curing illnesses to uh, breaking addictions, intrusive thoughts, anxiety, panic attacks, you name
0: it, basically. Right. I Yes, I remember, um, and it, I was part of, a, you know, one of the shows, a hypnotherapist came, it was a show and I smoked at the time and I was a little overweight and this was in my 20s and I was at this show and I wound up getting hypnotized and in the end, he finished this show with, you know, you are gonna lose weight. he just put all of these things in, in our minds yep. and it, I didn't even think about it. It was probably four or five months later, I quit smoking, I'd lost weight, And again, I, I, I thought back, like, is that why? (laughs) And can it be that powerful? I mean, I know it wasn't in the clinical setting, but I was just fascinated by that.
1: And, 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 you know, it's funny you say that because we've actually been programmed to believe Mm -hmm. that in order to break a pattern, break a habit, lose weight, live a better life. Um, whatever make more money whatever it is we've always been led to believe that it must be difficult Mm -hmm. you know it has to be hard it has to be complex but in reality um the opposite is 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 kind of true here
0: Mm -hmm. right so i mean the proof is in the pudding right (laughs) it just and i think it's a matter of when you can open up your mind to believe that that's even possible that's the key right now um when you talk about i'm having deja vu by the way reina big uh-huh. time <laughs> <laughs> this is this has happened a few times with this show i'm like i've dreamt this Something's, anyways um hey, what's your purpose is yes your
1: purpose nudging you going your are here.
0: yeah see there you go um yes. so addiction so i guess to explain a little bit about myself as well i am almost two years sober november 13th um and i'm pretty proud of that but i do realize it's just you know like you got to stay on top of it and be aware of it and um can you explain because you mentioned the addictions part of it um how do you kind of do you find a lot of your clients come to you because of these things, or it's something that you find out and it evolves into these and how do you get them out of it? I guess.
1: They they typically come to me with an issue at hand, mm-hmm. whether it be addiction, anxiety, panic attacks, um, illness, something, mm-hmm. something. Um, and again, the best way I can describe this is when we're working with the subconscious mind, and we trust and we're open to it because that is key mm-hmm. but when we're working with the subconscious mind the subconscious mind will always direct us back to something that happened to us in our childhood um, we can go back to past lives sometimes mm-hmm. um, but most notably um, most of the sessions go back to people's childhoods, right right and in our childhoods, you know, when we think of trauma, trauma can really be anything. Especially when we're these new beings on this planet, we're pure, um, we're innocent, um, we're young. Um, you know, we haven't been on this planet very often, and we're just learning, and we're growing, and our brains are developing, and our bodies are developing. So something as little as being called up in class when you were in grade three and being asked a question, and you getting that question wrong, and kids around you laughing at you, something just like that, Carrie, Mm -hmm. um, can be responsible for the anxiety that you're experiencing today as an adult, or the panic attacks, or whatever it is. Mm -hmm. And Where the beauty comes with, with hypnotherapy is that the subconscious mind will take us back to wherever we need to go. And in hypnotherapy, what I do, it's called a reframe. So if the subconscious mind takes us back to grade three, Mm -hmm. say it takes Carrie back to grade three when the teacher asked her a question and she got it wrong and the kids laughed at her and she was so embarrassed and she filled with shame and, you know, all of this stuff. Yep. What we do in that moment is we go, okay, what did, you know, seven-year-old or eight-year-old Carrie need to happen in that moment? Keeping in mind that the power of the subconscious mind is imagination and emotion combined. Okay. Okay. We go, okay, what did Carrie need in that moment, you know, for her to have the greatest experience ever? Well, she needed to get the answer right. She needed her teacher to, you know, clap and say, you are brilliantly amazing, Carrie, and the kids around her clap. And how does Carrie feel in this moment now? Well, shit, she feels amazing. She feels confident. She's proud of herself. You know, all of these wonderful things. Mm -hmm. And in that moment, Carrie that's the moment I kind of call like the golden moment of the hypnotherapy session. Mm-hmm. What we do is we take that old memory,
0: okay. okay,
1: that old incident that was stuck in the subconscious mind, and we reframe it into something that's positive, powerful, empowering. And when we do that, I tell my clients just to picture this hook mm-hmm. coming out of right this hook that was responsible for whatever they're battling today. Mm-hmm that and that is the best way i can describe how hypnotherapy works and hypnotherapy
0: that i love uh you just described that it was yeah thank you because that made it a lot of sense to me i've it's been described to me before but that really just yeah in the visual the everything it makes sense um and it's just even the way you put that is is reframed it can reframe your brain to think the positive and it's okay that you did have those repressed feelings or feelings of shame and guilt and you know we often think like with everything it's got to be complicated like we said earlier but it isn't it's the it's really the simple things it's just as simple as that you know, it, it, some people look back, well, what happened to me in my childhood that was that traumatic? Well, it could just be that.
1: Absolutely. Right? Absolutely. And we are that powerful to change it.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just like you can take a bad thought and, and run with that. You can take the yeah. positive. Once you learn how to take those positive thoughts, you can run with that as well. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, do you have, um, so some of the other modalities that you, are you able to do? Um, I guess before I go on, are you able to do hypnotherapy sessions online? Like, do you a lot, do you do a lot of, I do all of them online. Oh, you do it all online. Okay. Yeah. That's yeah. And see, that's amazing too. So somebody,
1: I, actually, I, work, I work with women from all over the world, which oh, okay.
0: is, yeah that's amazing. And the fact that you can be in, then you're, you're safe and you're in your safe place too. Maybe you're at home and you're, you know, you're feeling comfortable in your surroundings and Yeah. yeah. Um, so there's other modalities though, that you are involved in. And can you explain a little bit more about what some of those are?
1: Yeah, absolutely. So I, um, I spend most of my time like I I do one on one sessions, Mm -hmm. but as late, um, it's kind of morphed into more of um, women's embodiment coaching. I work one on one with women, um, helping them remember who they are, remember their power, um, master their energetics, move from their mind into their body. Um, And I also do group coaching um, with women as well, basically concentrating on. Pretty
0: much the same thing, right? And um, like, I just think it would be such a powerful thing for women to have, you know, the backup. And this is how you can deal with your emotions in a maybe in a man's world or in a, you know, and you can be powerful without being, um, uh, you yeah, like show your strength, but
1: uh-huh. I do, yeah. I do most of my clientele comes from my Instagram. Just, I mean, that's, that's just where all of the women typically come from. Some of them just find my website. Some of them are referred to me. Mm -hmm. Um, It's always on an individual level. Um, And what I basically teach is, 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 you know what you were touching on and it's that as, as women, and I am in no way, shape or form, like I don't identify as a feminist. I, that, that to me, those words are limiting. Mm-hmm. Um, they've been completely skewed over the last 20, 30 years. Agreed. I solely concentrate on empowering women to balance their masculine and feminine energies. Um, I coach them into moving from their minds into their bodies because as women, that is where all of our power is, right? We Mm -hmm. tend to get stuck in our minds because that's how society has programmed us to be. Mm -hmm. So we really, really focus on knowing our kingdom from within. And when I say that, I just want you to imagine for a moment, and this is the best way I can explain it. When we're little, we're fed... We're fed things that aren't true to a degree that most of us can't even fathom, starting from Prince Charming is going to come save us. Um, you know, love is outside of us. Um, just all of this bullshit yeah. that we're fed. Mm-hmm. And we grow up always looking outside of ourselves. Okay, We look outside of ourselves for validation, approval, love, um, you name it. Mm-hmm. And in fact, and this is when my life began to take a really, really, really incredible shift is when I began to understand that everything that I've always looked outside of myself for has always been within me. Yes. Everything. Mm -hmm. And when we can begin to understand that and when we can begin moving from our overthinking minds, that literally keep us stagnated in fear, unworthiness, guilt, shame, all of that shit that doesn't serve us, Mm -hmm. when we can move from mind to body and understand how our energies work and begin to feel things instead of intellectualizing them, thinking about them all the time,
0: Mm -hmm.
1: miraculous expansion begins to happen.
0: Right. I, I love Okay. So feel things instead of thinking of them. Yeah. That's big. You have mentioned to your, like how our bodies have a way of healing themselves. Um, yeah. and like being the director of your own life kind of thing, is that part of that? Like how that all aligns together? Once you, once you find that power within, like you were speaking of, then you it can is. start to heal your body. In your and mind. You, you heal
1: your body. You heal your mind. You remember. Um, I really focus a lot on remembrance. Um, I believe that, um, you know, we, we are these divine, uh, these divine souls, these divine spirits in a human body. Right? So mm-hmm. we come to this place. We're perfectionists. We, we are perfection, as is right now. Mm -hmm. the only thing that trips us up is this journey on this planet right yeah this planet is um from a frequency perspective earth is a very low frequency so it's a third dimensional reality and in and i'll just touch briefly on this and then we'll move on but in a third dimensional reality um we're very mind controlled we're very programmed we're very controlled um and again just going back most of our thoughts don't belong to us Mm -hmm. so I really really reinforce to the women that I work with that you are whole as you are and the only reason you think that you're broken or you think that you're sick or you think that something's wrong with you is because you're carrying beliefs that just do not belong to you Mm -hmm. so when we move from mind to body and we begin to understand how these energetics work within us all of a sudden instead of sitting there and thinking about what we're going to do instead of you know going back into our past and and bringing up these feelings of shame and judgment and, and unworthiness or looking into the future and worrying about it or being fearful, you know, sitting idle all the time, being in fear, whatever it is, that is simply programs running in the mind. Mm -hmm. So when we can quiet our minds and be with our body, which by the way, is one of the hardest things you'll ever do. Agreed. When you can quiet your mind and get into your body and start to feel instead of think, your, your entire worlds, your entire beingness begins to open and shift.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's powerful right there. Yeah. Um, and so you mentioned energetic, emotional, nutritional, spiritual, all those environments, they all kind of play together, right? I think we can all agree and and so when you and that's part of that feeling inside like is that part of what you're saying
1: it is it is so instead of you know being in the mind and bringing up you know a memory from the past or what have you and just thinking about it trying Mm -hmm. to figure it out um why did this happen to me most Women and I just say women because that's who I work with.
0: Yeah, most women
1: um, are in some way, shape, or form living in victim mentality, and they don't like to hear that. Mm-hmm. But that is part of the truth. It it's is part of what I. Do.
0: Yeah, it, it is. Mm-hmm. I
1: mean, I was there. Yep. There are still times when I find myself going there, and I'm yep. like, "Shit, okay, bring yourself back."
0: Yep, me too. I can totally. Yeah, I get yeah. that too.
1: <laughs> so. The very first thing is, and I teach a lot about sovereignty, living a self-governed life. Mm-hmm. And what those two words mean is that we take 100% radical responsibility for our entire life, past, present, and future. And when we can move into that space, okay, that, that sovereign space of, okay, I understand that my external reality is a reflection of my internal reality. And an example of that would be if I no longer carried shame in my body, okay, because Mm -hmm. I sat with it, I felt it, I loved it, I stopped judging it, if I moved shame out of my body, there is no way anyone or anything outside of me could make me feel shame because I have owned that emotion in myself. Mm-hmm. I've 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 felt through it. I call it alchemization. Okay. When we feel into our emotions, when we pay attention to them, right? When we bring them forth, especially in our shadow aspect. And our shadow aspect is what we don't want to look at.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But when we can bring that forth. And I, um, one of the practices that, that I offer um, up some of the, like the women that I work with is get on your mat, put your yoga mat on the floor and lay there, turn your phone on airplane mode yep. and lay with yourself. No music, no guided meditation. Be with yourself. And 100% of them come back to me the next day going,
0: that is the hardest fucking thing I've ever done. Yeah. I lasted like five. Right. That would be very, I'm going to challenge myself tonight and I'm going to have to try that. Is that the average, do they have like an average of, like, have they done, do you know if they've done, I'm assuming they probably have done studies on that, but that's interesting because yeah, I, so what happens though, like, okay, so say you start going down this, this place where you don't want to go and this whole rabbit hole of negativity or something like that. Now, how do you suggest that you get out of that or do you just
1: that's the thing Mm -hmm. you don't get
0: out of it okay you feel into it okay love
1: it accept it if you cry cry release whatever has to be released and then love it right accept it you know it's a part of you it's a part of your experience we've been
0: um we've been conditioned to judge ourselves right very harshly. Oh, oh my god yeah it's insane. It is. It is. And then in the, in that, that's why we always say, don't judge others. Well, of course we judge others. If we're judging ourselves that harshly, why wouldn't we judge other people?
1: Hundred percent.
0: Yeah, <laughs> honestly. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Because like you said, we're conditioned. That's just how it's being conditioned in us. And, and anybody can say, well, no, I we didn't grow up that way. That's not how our house was or this or that, but it's just the way society is. That's yes. it's in everything we yeah. do. And mm-hmm. when we're under such
1: deep conditioning and programming that most of the time, like, we can even fool ourselves into accepting it. You know, that ego is sneaky. Yes, ego. ego serves a purpose, too, but, but it's sneaky,
0: mm-hmm. you know? Yep. And that's where like in addictions, they talk a lot about the ego and, and how that does get to like, and, and basically for a lot of people, I know that they feel so much and, and they can't get through those feelings. So then they do go to drugs or alcohol or some other, you know, even just food or whatever it might be. And, um, yeah. So if you can't, that's part of getting rid of the feeling. So this is exactly what you're talking about. Wow. Like, I think I just had a light bulb moment. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah. 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 So, so and yeah, sorry, go ahead. No, I was
1: just going to say that's, that's kind of been the, the focus um, of my work as of late. It's kind of always ever evolving. I I do utilize hypnotherapy in my work, um, but I've just been so fascinated with my own journey and my own growth um, with just You know moving from mind into body and just becoming familiar with these these energies you know inside of us and most of the women and most women live their lives from a wounded masculine energy and what a wounded masculine energy is is um it's force it's restriction it's overthinking so out of body in the mind it's overdoing it's proving um it's manipulative and again there's no judgment here
0: mm-hmm.
1: none whatsoever it just i mean i used to live from this energy for years yeah and the reason we're in that energy is because that's what basically society here in the Western world has bestowed upon us, right? Mm -hmm. It's been indoctrinated into us. Yes. So that's why there can be no judgment.
0: And you, so I love, okay. I reached out to you on Instagram and following self love lounge, which I love your, I love your company name. Um, But you started a chat the other day, the, the league of extraordinary women. Can you get can are you comfortable talking about that a little bit? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it
1: was just you know, I wanted to reach um I just wanted a different level, a different kind of platform although it's still on Instagram, but just to reach women with um these kind of quick voice memos of wisdom, support, um revelation um I'm also going to be moving it to I've just been working on creating a Patreon platform so a community. Okay. Uh, just so my goal is just to reach as many women as I can. Mm-hmm. And you know, some of my coaching is pricey. Um so I was like, okay, you know, I've, I need to do something here, so I started the League of Extraordinary Women. It's just right now through my Instagram. I'm going to be morphing it over to Patreon, which is a community. It's just going to be a monthly subscription. Okay. Um, that you and it's um, it has the capability of just live chats, discussions, questions, that kind of stuff.
0: Right. Well, and I I, and I love I love the name. Like, yeah, I do too. It's, yeah, it was empowering just to see that when I got, because I got it in my DMs and I was like, oh, this is, I actually got chills when I was like, oh, this is super cool. Because it does make you feel, it's just a personalized, you know, that you're not, like you are heard, you are seen, that you took that moment to realize, okay, well, this person might need this too, right? And that's partly what I'm trying to do with this podcast is I, if my focus, if I get one follower a week, I'm yeah. thrilled. Like I I'm yeah. if one person says oh I got something from that. They don't even have to tell me. But if I just can I just would love and that's exactly what it's about is just sharing and spreading what could what could be possible for you.
1: I'm with you on that, Gary. Yeah. 100% 100%. I've always said if I can just touch one life mm-hmm. for the better it, it, like it's all worth it. Yeah. You
0: know, mm-hmm. cause I've been there. Yeah. I've been there. And that's Special the thing. Law, I was there. Yeah. But see then a lot of people can spend that time there and live in that. And like you said that I always hated that word too the victim mentality, but it's probably because I probably did have that for, you know, off and on. And so that is very relatable as well, but to take yourself from that place and realize it is possible to move ahead to move forward to start learning new patterns and um like you said the director of your own life
1: Uh absolutely and one of the greatest things that um i've learned and accepted over the years is that um you know the word trigger is Mm -hmm. uh it's it's been used quite often now in the self-help world and the coaching world and stuff like that. And triggers are very real. I used to fly off the handle on the regular, Mm -hmm. um, you know, being triggered. Like I'd go into this emotional rage and this like downward spiral. And it was insane how these triggers took a hold of me. Um, But then I came to the realization, I'm like, okay, These triggers, instead of me pointing my finger at the person who was in my mind at the time making me feel this way, mm-hmm. I was like, wait a minute. I am the overseer of my life, right? I'm I have total control over my life. And a really big turning point, Carrie, that came to me is when instead of pointing the finger outward, the person who would make me feel a certain way, I would turn it towards myself and get curious. Go, Where is this coming from? Right. Where is this coming from? Yeah. No other person should be able to make me feel a certain way. So where is this coming from within me? And then I adapted this mindset of these triggers, like I'm grateful as for them i'm like thank you right you just gave me one of the greatest gifts i'm gonna sit here it's gonna be shitty i'm probably not gonna like what i see but
0: thank you yeah because that's when you start to open up and and learn and figure stuff out about yourself yeah. um and it's triggered by so okay triggering by chaos like the chaos around you and maybe um you get like triggered by noises and you just feel like you're a little bit out of control that way. Um, maybe you're not in your element or when your anxiety comes out, when you're in a crowd or you're with people that you're not comfortable with, or for instance, doing a podcast and you're not, you know, overly confident about it, that kind of stuff. You, you mentioned that you kind of, can you explain a little bit about that? Yeah.
1: Again, same thing. Mm -hmm. You, there is, always an underlying reason yeah there's always something under whatever is going on um intellectually um physically it's not just a random happening Mm -hmm. there is a reason under that reason and they're usually deep and in order to begin to move them through us you have to begin to become intimate with ourselves stop looking outside stop going you know i have anxiety because the world is shit right now Mm -hmm. stop saying you know i'm having panic attacks because interest rates are flying through the roof stop pointing outward and start
0: looking inward right yeah well in fact today and i've I've done this it's a pattern and i'm learning and i can take myself out of it now but it, there was tons of frost on the car this morning and I was cold and it's like, I lost my phone. I couldn't find, you know, all these things kind of just weren't working out. And I'm like, of course, you know, just typical. And I'm like, but no, Carrie. So I stopped myself literally probably looked insane. I was talking to myself and uh, <laughs> I was like, Carrie, smarten up. like, no, what's happening right now you're like, and it's reframing that, that moment and that thought. So I'm, you know, it is possible to learn, okay, this isn't about the frost on the car. This isn't about, you know, it's like, well, maybe Carrie, this is a reminder to get up 20 minutes earlier. And maybe this could help you. <laughs> Things like that. Like, I know that's a minor, but that's exactly what it is. It's like being at a traffic light and you're mad at the person in front yeah. of you. Right. It is. And, and, and the thing is, is that
1: The fact that you were actually aware of that, Carrie, and you actually stopped yourself, like that's huge. Mm -hmm. It's not minor. It's huge, right? Because most people don't even have that awareness. They just keep on keeping on and then wonder why they had a completely shit day.
0: Right. Yes. And that's those those things. I just started my um, um, meditation, like I always journaled and did stuff like that, but Um, and just little snippets throughout my life, but the last couple of years has been the most, I've, I've done the meditations and stuff, but it is usually guided. It is usually with music. And, um, I find sometimes even the music itself can trigger me or take me down the wrong path. So I, I do find it interesting. I think I really do have to try it just totally. You do. Yeah. And you know, what's
1: going to happen? the first 30 seconds your mind is going to be saying to you well this is stupid like you could be doing something more productive Carrie mm-hmm. you know go clean your oven go bake something go you know schedule more guests from your for your podcast this is dumb this is too simple this isn't going to accomplish anything and then what you need to do is say shut the fuck up and just sit there
0: right yeah 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 oh yeah I this is this is so great I um is there anything that you can so I usually ask everybody this um is at the end of your day what is the last best thing that you do before you you go to bed
1: at the end of my day the last best thing that I do you know I have this just Kind of beautiful ritual of I typically open one of my books I'll read a chapter I'll make myself a cup of tea I go in I wash my face I put my oils on I put my cream on yeah. um, I get in my pajamas I turn my heated blanket on and I just crawl in and just kind of be with myself mm-hmm. um, it's something that I do. I look forward to it every single evening, every single evening.
0: Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. 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 And it, again, it's all those simple things that now are you, um, do you watch, I I tend to watch TV myself. I I do, I don't watch news. I don't do anything like that, but I, I tend to wind down that way. I do like to read as well, but are you, um, are you somebody that, do you have an opinion on any of that? Like,
1: I personally, I just, um, I don't really watch TV. And it's not because I think there's anything wrong with it. It's just because it's just something that I don't enjoy doing. Like I'll, you know, the odd time I'll pull something off on Netflix and, and you know, watch a documentary or something. Yeah. But, um, I, I, you know, I, there's no, everyone is here to have their own experience and walk their own journey and enjoy whatever it is they love to enjoy. Right. You know, mm-hmm. is there, um, should you be watching the news? <laughs>
0: no, no, I do not, not watch wrong. the news. I do not watch it. Right. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Cause there is, I mean, you know, our, uh, the entertainment industry, it's, uh, it's very slick. Mm-hmm. You know, it's very slick. There's a reason it's called programming.
0: Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Totally. yeah. I I've, I, stopped watching the news years ago and then there was a little bit with the elections going on just before COVID and all that. And I got into it again and I realized like right around when COVID started and I, I was watching it constantly because I was at home and I was, you know, and I was, what am I doing here again? And so I stopped myself and I really don't, I, I, I just don't, it, the anxiety that it brings inside me. And I think sometimes am I being ignorant because I'm not watching it? No, No. that's the, that's the
1: the purpose. That's the purpose is is to induce people with fear and anxiety and worry, because when we're so wrapped up in fear and worry and anxiety, well, we can't really step into our power and remember who we truly are.
0: Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, this has just been, I always, it's, I always got kind of ended that same way, but it's just been so, um, informative, like really relatable. And I love the way you break, you've broken all of this up in in such a understandable way. Thank you. Like it just makes so much sense, at least to me. And I think it's going to help a lot of others. I love that. Yeah.
1: You know? Yeah. It was, um. You know, like I said, and like you said, you know, I, I do what I do because I've walked the walk and I found a different way.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: And life doesn't have to be hard and you don't have to suffer. Um, you don't have to fight and claw your way through and you don't have to be unhappy. There, On the other side of that, there is so much abundance and joy and power and confidence and radiance. Um, and nothing in the external has to change. It's just you, you have total control out of, over your reality. Right. And that's
0: pretty cool stuff. That's very cool stuff. Yeah. Well, I think that's the perfect way to, to um, conclude this episode. And um, I just wanted, I was kind of mentioned too, I'm not a health, mental health expert. I just um, come from a place of love and, and passion really for, for all of this. And, from the point of view, um, for myself. So to hear, um, all this stuff, it just like, it's so powerful to me. So thank you. I love it.
1: It was an honor. Thanks for, um, thank you for inviting me on Carrie. I truly appreciate it.
0: I really appreciate you accepting my invitation and is there somewhere then we can, um, I'll put it up all on the podcast information, but where we can follow you and
1: yeah, I do. Um, most active on my um instagram account which is uh self-love lounge i have a uh, facebook account as well the self-love lounge and i have a website the www.selflovelounge.com
0: right which is great i loved it i love the picture of you yeah. on the rocks there are you right by the ocean there or is that way yeah and that was that was in tofino yeah. oh, okay nice yeah yeah well, thank you, Raina. Um, if you want to give me a follow on Instagram, I'm at Carry underscore podcast and on Facebook at Podcast. And then if you feel compelled to follow me on Spotify, um, I would love just one person a week, like I said, um, just sharing and following really can make a difference. And I really appreciate the support. So thank you, Raina. And I really hope you have, you're on holidays here soon, right? You're heading out of town or something?
1: Yeah, well, I'm on holidays this whole time.
0: Oh, nice.
1: Yeah, we're no yeah, we're nomads. So right now we're just in, uh, we're on the West Coast for a couple months and then we're heading down to, uh, to the U.S. for a few months.
0: Oh, good. Well, enjoy. I will. Okay. I will. We'll talk okay. soon. Thank you. Thanks, Take Raina. Care. Okay. Take care. Bye-bye. Oh, bye. bye.